I wish I'd been the woman that you lost your virginity to. Hmm. Because then I would get to find out what it was like for you to use those muscle groups for the first time. Well, I'm sure I found a way to not do it. <laughs> even <laughs> <then>. <laughs> Well, it's like we always say the sea turtle. Are you coming? No, that poor lady had to go three and a half years of, of relationship bliss without a single orgasm. Oh, I don't want to know any of this. <laughs> I really don't want to know any of this. How long until <laughs> somehow it didn't work out? I mean, we've been married for five years. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say, how long was it until? Uh, it wasn't through lack of trying, okay? Yeah. No, no, I, we don't, I don't, it wasn't that at all. I don't think that you didn't Communication try. Communication. I actually think if anybody tried as Lawrence. Mm, like he, exactly. was, he was really, you know, busting his Angry, ass down there. Trying, screaming. That's the problem. He wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Just didn't try. happen to use that one particular group of back muscles, and now I'm paying the price. <laughs> So if you had used the back muscles when you're younger to give girls orgasms, you wouldn't be feeling the pain you're in now. Probably. That's exactly right. So he, All right. It would have been. That's what your doctor said. Uh, su <laughs> success of twofold. twofold. Right. He would have made a woman orgasm, hmm. and his back would have been fine. I remember. I remember being 13 years old, going to a football practice, which involved a lot of push-ups. Coming home from the football practice, being really sore, taking a shower, and then coming out of the shower, looking into the mirror, and going, like. Pulling my arms down and realizing that I could flex my chest. Yeah, you had pec muscles. And I was like, oh my God. And that was that. And then that was the beginning of the <laughs> and end. You orgasmed. Yeah. <laughs> and you orgasmed. I orgasmed while looking in the mirror. <laughs> um, this Aladdin's the inferior Aladdin. I agree. Right. You can give him a sword. Give him a sword. It sucks. Oh, yeah, I remember this one. This, yeah. is, this one does suck. All right. Does well, suck. Uh, by Genesis. Shit to get through. Oh, sorry. Uh, oh, That's yeah. okay. Welcome to an orgasmic world, dude. Super whatever. I'll make it quick. Yeah, you will. Oh, uh, this episode is sponsored by Blue Apron and Movement. Uh, you can check out this week's Blue Apron menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com soup. And you can get 15% off your movement order today by going to movement.com slash dude soup. Uh, for those curious, we're watching a compilation of the, what, 100 greatest Super Nintendo games of all time. Because we will soon be talking about the Super Nintendo Mini. But first, let me introduce everyone who's here today. I am your your... Sexual, sexual master mm. and mm -hmm. back health enthusiast Lawrence Sontag. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm joined by James Willems, uh, the chest flexor. Yeah, push up, ex chest uh, flexor push up James enthusiast. Willems. Elise Willems, always willing to know more about her friend's personal life. Nope, I don't want to know any of it. Okay, well, but we'll, still, we'll, you we'll you persist. I think Nevertheless, if we take another pass on that story, no. give it some more detail. I think you'll come around. Uh, I'm not, a, she oh, never did though. I was, wow. I knew. There it was. Adam, how you doing? I'm doing great. My first orgasm, I believe, I was 12, and I was in a public restroom. Hey, oh good for my you. God. Good for you. We'll hear more about that later. Bruce Green, how are you? I, think, I believe my first orgasm was in third grade. Ooh. Um, because I remember my shorts rubbing against myself and going. Wait, what? how old would you have been? Yeah, how old is third grade? grade? I, I had puberty very, very early. And that might be late though. Like what? No, but well, third grade's not early. Uh, the third grade you is. Were, you were producing semen in your testicles at eight years old. No, see this. You, you could orgasm my, before. My sexual my sexual awakening. At least where are you right now? Just curious. I'm in bubble bobble. So James, or whatever okay. James, my sexual awakening was was wasn't when I could produce semen. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it was before. Good. We're still waiting on it. <laughs> it was <laughs> like. <a good> <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's been another but dry convulsion. <laughs> but I remember that is the very first time I remember something happening in my shorts. <laughs> it was when I was in third grade and it accidentally rubbed it rubbed oh, against something God. else. Yeah. I want to see how Bruce got his groove back. That movie. Yeah, I lost. That's how I originally got the groove. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Bruce yeah. figuring out how to reproduce semen. 
<laughs> the movie's just called Bruce Never Lost His Groove since the third grade. <laughs> He's been grooving ever since. Uh, would, would it conclude with some sort of, would it be a visualization or like a look who's talking style zoom in mm-hmm. into oh. Bruce's te- testicles when you see them quiver and return to life? I don't know. Why are you looking Please. at me? <laughs> I'm definitely not directing. Josh Flanagan is directing. Oh, Josh Flanagan this movie would love to make that Bruce's. movie. Sure. Well, speaking of people's testicles quivering and coming back to life, mm-hmm. Nintendo has announced the SNES Mini, mm-hmm. uh, oh. the Super Nintendo Classic, the uh, the the thing that everyone asked for, and now they get it. Uh, they did after the NES Classic. Yeah, video. coming September 29th, 80 bucks. I want a tiny Switch. Hurry up. Yeah, there it is. It make doesn't that. have a screen though, and no, you got to plug yeah. it in, and oh. you have to plug it in, right? Yep. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's the, it's it's the opposite of a switch. Wait, you have to plug this in? This is Super this Nintendo Classic. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would assume you have to plug it in, but then. Yeah. yeah. What are you talking and about? It's got a I'm confused. He said know. a mini switch, except it's not a switch. A switch is a better version of the. Yeah, it's portable. I'm very yeah. confused. I don't know. Well, whatever. Yeah. It works out. People want old stuff. Yeah, oh, Chuck Rock. Everyone remembers mm-hmm. Chuck Rock. I played this game. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Absolutely, I played this game. Well, well, yeah, we're all tromping down memory road here. Sure. Uh, so the, the SNES Classic has such such luminary games like Contra 3, The Alien Wars, <gasps> Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3, or 6, if you're a giant nerd like me. Those, uh, games, those games are coming out soon? No, or they're they all packed. 35 years ago? <laughs> packed in the console. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. But Does it have Chuck f- Rock? Well, Clay it's fighter, funny you bring bet. it up, Adam. Soon, for the first time ever, Star Fox 2 will be playable. What's Star Fox 2? It's, it's the, the sequel to Star Fox. Yeah, oh. It was unreleased. the game so good that Nintendo decided not to release it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this for myself. I know, I know the, the majority of people out there don't want to just run an emulator on their phone and then buy like a, a Bluetooth Super Nintendo controller that you can find on Amazon most likely for $10. Yep. Because none of that stuff is shaped like a tiny Super Nintendo, here's, is it? Here's what I love about it. All right. Thing, here's though. what I love about What do you this? love about it? Because there's one side, and this is not like a youthful side, but there's the corporate perspective that we got to shut down these emulators because it means that Mm. it means that people are getting these games for free. On the other side, all the people that I guarantee you probably played like most of these games for the first time when they were emulating them in college or whatever, Mm -hmm. right, are going to buy this system and sell it out more than anything ever possibly could. They've already played it. They've already gotten sure. this stuff for free. Probably, they probably have. And, they're still and now they're going to pay for it because now right. they're adults with money. I love that. Omar, you bought your NES Classic, right? Yeah, and I'll buy this one too if I yeah. can get my hand I on mean, one. Of all the people I know in the world, Omar is like a walking computer. Aww. Like he, I mean, compared to Lawrence. Oh. But like every new technology he has. So like if, if I had to go to anyone for any advice on emulators or any of that, like Omar would have it. But then he also owns it. Yeah, James is 100% right. He also yeah, owns the NES. I tried the, the whole like retro pie thing for a while for mm-hmm. like hooking that up to a TV. And it doesn't work as well as these things work because it's like oh, really? like wired hardware and stuff. Well, there's always like extra hardware and extra software that you have to go around to make those things work. Sure. It, and this is just, I would assume, streamlined by Nintendo. Yeah. So yeah. it's just... It, you it's, want that one-to-one. It's got one. a fancy menu. It's, it's plug and play. You don't have to worry about setting anything up. Or right. anything. How, right. How many games are on it? Uh, 30-ish? Let me get a count-ish. And uh, you can't you can't add anymore. No, I mean, I for me, I get I get it. I get the convenience of having it all the other, the, other, the other one got 21. hacked. But Sorry. if you have 30-ish 21. on the Super Nintendo Mini, 21. 21? 21. If you have 21 on the Super Nintendo Mini and it's plug-and-play, that's a good deal. But I also like the idea of having a million games 
on a tiny little <laughs> on a tiny little <laughs> floppy drive mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that may require some tweaking. Um, I don't know. I, I I have I don't begrudge anyone for getting excited about this. I think it is really cool. Oh, no, sure. I just don't need more stuff, and I, I really <laughs> yeah. wish I really wish that they were like you could pay eighty dollars for the Super Nintendo Mini. Or you could pay fifty dollars, and they just give you all of those on Virtual Console on the Switch. Sure, James, I've got a, I've got a deal for you. Oh, yeah. how about you pay eighty dollars and you get all those games on Switch? Oh, that you, I do. But I was gonna say, I would assume you pay the same amount for not getting the Super Nintendo, whatever. So they gave you a code, but they gave you a code, and then you get all those games. And it was like the Super Nintendo Mini code. I do that. I absolutely do, do that. I wonder what all those games run for in uh, per game in Virtual Console. So yeah, anyway. $10 Super Nintendo games are $10. So provided uh, okay. you wanted to buy all of them, you'd be looking at $210. Three, yeah. But you may not want to buy all of them. If you only really want four or five games, I, you'd save them on Virtual Console. I feel like Starbucks Nintendo's too. pricing is pushing people to illegally download. You think? Yes, the game should be less than a dollar. Also, well, when they make you buy them again, when the, when a different yeah. so here's transfer over, I'm just saying it, you well, get a discount. I'm not going to buy Donkey Kong's Wild Adventure Part Two, whatever, for ten dollars when there's like it it it's a like half of a megabyte file floating on someone's Google Drive. You're not, but yeah. everyone else did and has over and over again. No, Any indication if Star no, Fox Two will go to Virtual Console? No, yes, well, absolutely. So you guys keep bringing up Virtual Console. That's oh, not sorry, a thing sorry, anymore. sorry. The the emulator will well, come out. Well, pardon no, me no, then. If it will, wrong. if it will ever be released on Switch. Uh, well, I, again, that's even that's even further away. So Virtual Console was on Wii and Wii U. It's not on Switch, and it probably won't be on Switch. Really? Uh, probably. If it will I, ever be in guess. the Nintendo eShop. I mean, yeah. they, they have <laughs> yeah. their. It's what, I, it's what I'm saying. Yes. Uh, will I ever be able to download these games? Star Fox Two. I'm curious whether Star Fox Two specifically, because to me right now, like. If you're a big console collector, mm-hmm. and if you're really curious about Star Fox 2, those are two very big reasons to get this little console, this little bad boy. I think it's really That's cute and fun. Um, but I don't like. I'm like James, where obviously I'm like I don't know that I need this other piece <laughs> yeah. of machinery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That let me, I'm, let me plug another HDMI cable into my. TV. Yeah, I might use it a couple times, but then ultimately yeah. it, it is just more stuff. Um, so it's like if. If it, if it is like where, well, you can only play Star Fox 2 on this, hmm. this is only going to be your avenue for this. Exclusive. Then, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, would, I would guess that's probably true. SNES mini exclusive. Yeah. So um, Fox was best on N64. That was the good one. Nintendo moves, right. <laughs> Nintendo moves really strangely um, when it comes to how, how and when and why they re-release old stuff. And I think the fact that they can charge 80 bucks for this is testament to their ability to maintain the value of their old shit. Um, so... They had Virtual Console on Wii and Wii U, had pretty much everything, no GameCube. They had it on 3DS, but it stopped at NES. I think they started adding Super Nintendo titles and that was a big deal, but no N64. And the, the, the selection was a little funky. So I either they're operating on like a 10 year plan in regards to how they monetize their legacy content, or they just are very careful to never step on their own toes when it comes to how and why they sell games. Um, and I was always really curious about that. Part of me wondered if they, they wanted to clear the way for third parties to sell on certain platforms. So if they had N64 games on 3DS, no one would buy any other game because they just buy old shit. Um, and Adam, to your point, uh, NES Classics sold 2.3 million units as, as of April 2017. Mm-hmm. This is according to a Time interview with Reggie Fizeme, who, uh, who, and this is, there was also a bit of a, people got really upset about NES Classic. They accused Nintendo of either p- intentionally underproducing it, yeah. 
Um, but 2.3 is a pretty big number. So they, they weren't able to meet demand, but demand was, I think, shockingly high. Uh, Reggie said, quote, even with that extraordinary level of performance, we understand that people are flustered about, frustrated, excuse me, but not being able to find the system. And for that, we really do apologize. But from our perspective, it's important to recognize where our future is and the key areas we need to drive. We've got a lot of, we've got a lot going on right now and we don't have unlimited resources. That's a weird, could be interpreted in a lot of different mm. ways statement. Um, but that was his response to why they didn't necessarily produce another run of NES Classic. It's, it's gone, like it's gone for good. Yeah. I mean, it's until the they release it yeah, 10 years <laughs> from now or whatever. NES Classic. Yes. The NES Classic is, has had its production run. As right. Nintendo says, they're not going to make it again. I think it's safe to assume they're going to do the same with this. I think it's safe to assume that too. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, so I know what that does. Because there's someone listening right now or watching or whatever. And they're saying like, like I don't need that. I'm like, well, there's only going to be a limited run. I need that. Yeah. yeah. yeah now yeah, I need absolutely. it. It always does. It. It's like a lease with her uh, make-believe movie tickets for uh, Planet of the Apes. Absolutely. I mean, it comes out July 14th, but we need those tickets now. No, I don't, I don't, I don't, don't quote me on July 14th. I don't know that that's the actual release date. Let me look it up. That is a Friday. Let me look it up. It might be. But yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I think I think it's also, I like buying movie tickets in advance because it kind of like, I'm excited for a movie. The, kinda like the ending to that movie leaked uh, 45 years ago. <laughs> Apes win. Oh, what? <laughs> I can't believe you spoiled that for me. Sorry. Why apes it, win. Why is there an arrow there? What is that? When did the first apes come out? Who cares? A long that, time ago. I, is anyone here going to get one? July, get an ape? Get an it's ape. July 14th. Yeah, Quote ape. me on that, actually. I will not be buying one, no. You're not going to be buying a Super Nintendo Classic? No. Maybe. Omar will. Oh, well, I'm going to try. Chances are I'm not going to be able to find one. Omar, how, how much, how much of the combat is your desire to get a SNES Classic? How much of the combat? Yeah, you? like fighting, fighting the free market. Feeling like you got something other people can't get. Oh, n- none of that at all. Like, I really? don't plan on reselling it or anything. I just, I just want it because it looks cool, and you can put it next to the old one. The other is that one. your mouse so, cursor or the no. guy who, who screen capped this with Bandicam? Guy yeah. who ripped Bandicam from another. Yeah, team. he couldn't even play it on an original. Omar, Super how many Nintendo. hours do you think you're going to use it? Uh, point five, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I mean, I, I played so like two games with the, the it's, NES. It just sucks because it's like, if these were on Switch. <laughs> I would play them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would probably play most of you them. You would pay higher than uh, than what you probably should be paying for them. I, just, I feel like I mean maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I bought those I've bought now three Neo Geo games on, How on much Switch. Did you pay for each of them? I think they're each ten bucks. Yeah. So like like I've been doing that and and like Maybe maybe they're less, but they're, if anything, they're still. I mean, these are ancient games. I'm playing Samurai Showdown Four and some uh, Waku Waku, like old school fighting game, and it's like. But I played them a lot. I mean, like, you also I put some time into them. You also bought Transformers. Uh, the movie ex- Age of Extinction for eight dollars. For eight dollars, by the way, was not it. just freely available oh. anywhere else. For eight dollars, um, you the, didn't need to watch it. You're not going to watch HD it. HD rent price was four ninety nine. <laughs> uh-huh. The HD own was eight dollars. So I think that's a good deal. When do you plan to agree. watch it? I would agree. Oh. I don't think you should have bought it, but I would agree. I can have it whenever I want. <laughs> no, I don't think you should. Um, but you guys are in the middle of an argument. He yeah, absolutely. Asian this is an you know, ongoing. I'll, I'll be gone for the next four hours. This is an ongoing point of contention. Uh-huh. At, least, at least, can I settle it by giving you eight dollars? Would that help? No, uh, can okay. you invite him to your place and then you guys sit and watch Transformers Age of Extinction? I mean, I'll do that. Well, I'm not going to watch I, it. Oh. This is my Super Nintendo classic. I'm like, Omar, I just need it to own <laughs> so I can have it <laughs> well, on my shelf. You don't really own it. You just bought the right to license it as long as uh-huh. Google has the mm-hmm. license to yep. the movie. You're right. Okay. 
There's yes. got to be like a digital shelf somewhere where you can go and just look at it, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure it's right is. on my app. I yeah. scroll right there and I see. And, and, the, and then there's so like I have one and four. There's an avatar of you <laughs> holding the. the thing. <laughs> no, yeah. If you think about it, I got mm-hmm. one for free through a Google promotion. So oh. I've gotten two Transformers for a total of $8. <laughs> of $8. That's a great deal. Uh, they should be paying you. They should, they Did should anyone else see Transformers other than Bruce? Just no. Bruce. I really want to. Only Josh and I were the only ones that saw it. <sighs> Josh didn't really see when it. Do you, when do you want to go see it, Lawrence? Uh, this week? Uh, yeah, time? Uh, Wednesday, maybe. I don't think it's as much of a slog. Oh, I don't want to change the subject. Never yep. mind. What yep. do you mean? The subject's already gone. Well, I was, I was actually going to ask. I had a question about the Super Nintendo Classic, too. Uh-oh. But then Transformers oh, happened. have they done a teardown oh. of the NES Classic? I think so, but it, I, mean, I want to know how much it costs to make. Oh, it can't be anything. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I really do, and and the only reason is because this is the kind of stuff that I would do as a consumer, yeah. which I know most people don't do, but it's try to inform myself before buying something like this because it's like well, it costs three dollars to make, and I'd be yeah, like, "Fuck you, I'm not." Like, no, there's no way it costs anything. It's just like an Android chip, uh, uh, like a system on a chip type thing, and yeah, a, uh, like a controller with a really short cord. This is the stuff I think about when when people on the internet criticize Nintendo in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like, other than, like, I'm sad that, but they're, like, they're like business advice for a Nintendo yeah. ever. I always think about what's inside that NES classic. No, yeah. it's not, I mean, it's, it's again, it's purely monetizing the, the brand that they have. Yeah. Which, if you think about it, is really fucking impressive. Mm-hmm. Sega could pro- probably do that, but not to the tune of $80. Well, Sega puts out all those other ones, right? Like yeah. the, the ones that like Walmart and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Atari does that, the, too. Sega yeah. just gave out their games for free. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was weird. <laughs> Sega's the weird kid who hangs out by the bathrooms at lunch. Yeah, I like <laughs> Sega. That's why, that's why I identify with Sega. Yeah. So one, I, one thing that's worthy to note on this teardown is that it has 512 megabytes of NAND flash memory. Um, a lot of people accused uh, Nintendo of, of just being either generally stupid or uh, outright vindictive with not making enough NES classics. However, uh, there is an article in Wall Street Journal talking about the worldwide shortage of NAND flash memory. Oh. Um, and this is from Wall Street Journal. Quote, uh, this is from somebody who manufactures it at Toshiba. Quote, demand for a NAND flash memory has been overwhelmingly greater than supply, and the situation is likely to stay for the rest of the year, said a spokeswoman at Toshiba Corp. Uh, she cited demand from smartphone makers. Apple and Chinese companies are among Toshiba's customers and data centers. So, and and this was an article related to Nintendo trying to step up their production of the Switch, not even the SNES Mini yeah. or mm-hmm. any of the six 3DSs they currently make and sell. So I think uh, I think there's a little more to the supply chain problem than people give it credit the, for. The No did a story when I was in Austin. I did a quick one with those guys. Um, I wrote a story for them they were actually blaming apple oh well yeah apple's eating all the nand Mm -hmm. yeah well then the the problem is then it gets into a you get into bidding territory which makes either which puts nintendo in a place of either losing money on hardware that they were previously making a profit on and and then that's that's a weird proposition either you make money on hardware and sell less of it or you make no money to get more out there and i'm sure that that someone with without a business degree on a forum somewhere would Mm. Yell at Nintendo and say they're stupid for not selling hardware at a loss, but that's never been their model. But what's weird about this though is that there's no there's no timeliness to this. It's not yeah. like they don't need to sell this right now. Yeah, that's, that's what's so strange about it. That was the other thing about NES Classic. It was supposed to be a holiday device, but I guess it didn't make it out for holiday. Well, so what's weird about this doesn't make any sense now that I think <laughs> about it because the Switch is going to blow out the entire year, right? So it'll be fine. They'll sell a ton of them throughout the entire year. If I were Nintendo, and I'm not, but if I were Nintendo, I would wait. I'd be like, okay, well, I know the SNES Classic since the NES Classic did well. I have a pretty good idea what the SNES Classic is going to do. So I'll wait until Switch sales go down 
and then be like, okay, yeah, let's let's sell this Nest Classic now. It's sort of, and even then, it's like you're building hype for a system that people you that you know people already want. I, that's what I would do. I, but I, again, I'm not Nintendo, so they and they they're they are geniuses in their own right. So if I were to I, speculate, the reason that didn't happen is no, Nintendo's going to launch their online service for Switch soon. That will include classic games that have been updated with online multiplayer. There you go. So I, I could see someone at Nintendo being like, well, we don't want to have two offerings of retro games competing against each other. Yeah. We use basically Sunset at this point, so we're not going to worry about Virtual Console there. So now our lead platform is Switch, and whatever re- releases around that, be it 3DS or one-off, like one-hitter quitters like the SNES Classic, we just want to make sure there's no overlap in what we're offering to both the, the broad consumer and the core consumer. Maybe. I don't know. What are you going to say, Elise? What a huge year for Nintendo. Huge. It's like so many remarkable things coming from them. Huge. I mean, like, just massive. And that's what, that's what kind of blows my mind. I think we were just talking about this, was it yesterday, where they, like, they're blowing their load right now. And they're just like, here's it all, here's it all. Here. Like, yeah. And they know it's all going to sell well. So what are they going to do for the next four years? They don't need but, to. They make all I their mean, money now. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess, or like, and, and their games have such a have such longevity and mm-hmm. uh, like sale retention. Like, I, like I remember working in a you know in, at GameStop, and you know, Nintendo games are still selling every holiday. The, the like Mario Brothers, new Super Mario Brothers came out three years ago, and it's still selling. Yeah, and it's still selling at full full price. So. I think that, that Nintendo probably, obviously, we are not like privy to all of their inner workings, so they must have some other great stuff planned that they're just going to drop on us. And surprise, yeah, Ma- I hope. They got Mario coming out end of the year, and then they haven't announced any Smash Brothers yet. Um, it'll probably just be a re-release of Mail or what was the last one? Brawl. It's no. four. It was it's just called just- Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah so. Maybe like Super Super Switch Brothers. I don't know. Nice. Donkey Kong. There'll be. <clears throat> yep. Sonic. Oh, yeah. They own his corpse. <laughs> do whatever uh, they want to it. Reanimated corpse of Sonic. Yeah, he's just stuffed. It's faster than ever. <laughs> like push him out there and, and like, dance. How much? Spin. How much time has it been between the NES Classic release and this SNES year? Right. Classic? Good question. Not. I think it's under a year. It feels like under a year. Well, that's the thing too. And then and then a, another year or so, they're going to put out the it's November. Yep. And then November mini GameCube. Yeah, so Maybe. we may, yeah, they may have a plan where they're like every year. Every we're gonna, year, yeah. Man, a mini GameCube would be pretty cool. Oh my goodness, how gonna, small gonna, can they get it? I know, I was going to say, I'm going to buy that fucking N64 and that mini GameCube. Yeah, for what sure. about the, like, can they make mini versions of those N64 controllers? Well, yeah, they would have to have four of them, though. <laughs> right? Ow. Yeah. Ow. I they know. already sucked. Yeah. Yeah. They're all the prongs. You could play any way you wanted, Bruce. <laughs> any way. Any way. You mean any, like this or like way, this? Yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. this. Or yeah, I guess or like, like that. Or any like way that Nintendo like deemed that. was okay. <laughs> I know. From what I, the story I heard is, could be totally wrong, but they basically made that controller to work with Mario and that was it. They're like, it's the Mario controller. And they're like, well, what about other games? But work around the problem. Yeah. yeah. That's what we created for ourselves. I don't know. I had an analog stick. People loved it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, trendsetters. Anybody on the couch planning to buy that SNES classic? Fuck no. No. No, not Lawrence? No. No? Okay. I, uh, I thought for sure Lawrence. I don't, I don't, I don't collect things just to collect them because I have to move it at some point. So I try, kind of trained myself out of hoarding things pretty early on. Mm. I also seemed, I thought Elise would buy it. No? I'm kind of with James where like, it's just, I'm, I'm more excited to see titles coming to the mm. Nintendo eShop, like especially GameCube titles. Man, if they start doing that, then I'm, be so excited! I didn't. I I didn't remember you getting the NES Classic, so I was like, I don't think, unless he he was such a super any uh, super NES fan that he's. Well, the thing is, I when the NES Classic came out, I 
I still had my Wii U hooked up, and all the games I, that were on that that I wanted to play, I already owned through Virtual Console. So there was there was negative reason for me to buy it. It would be costing money only to replicate what I already had, and add another thing to my my shelf. Omar, you're gonna buy it, right? Again, yeah, I'm gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last one, I, the only reason I have the the regular one or the 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 NES is some fan of Easy Allies had extras and he sent them to them, and Jesus. I was able to wow. buy one. Cool extras because like all the stores sold out immediately. Mm-hmm. There were people waiting in line before the stores opened, like a like a regular. So what I want to meet is the person living here who gets the the UK one as well. Oh, There's yeah. like oh, such yeah. a collector. They're oh, like, I need, oh, the, yeah, I've already I need seen the UK people, one. Already seen people like they got it got listed on Amazon UK, and people were already telling each other, yeah, they shipped to America, no problem. I was like, <laughs> okay, great. Right. I don't know if refresh rates are going to be an issue. Yeah, um, the PAL's not a thing anymore, is it? You can manually set stuff to PAL. It was like 50 hertz versus 60 hertz. Right, right, no, I know, I know, I know what it is. But I'm like, oh, sorry. do they do away with it? I thought when like <laughs> flat screens away happened, yeah, everything went into the age of HD. They started, they got rid of it. They got rid of it. Oh, oh that's good. I didn't know that. Oh, um, well, they were but, trying to. Well, Lawrence, you have might the, be the PAL versions of games though, which were actually programmed to run a little differently. Oh, well, you, I don't know. You have the uh, the Nvidia Shield, right? Yeah. You can put an Android emulator on that thing, yeah. or a uh, yeah Super Nintendo emulator, and or, that thing has controller support. I mean, there's that, or I can just stream my PC, which does all that stuff too. Yeah, I mean, I get you it. own the actual cartridges, Lawrence. You can't just get ROMs. Some of them. If you own them, then you I, can I legally have them as a I own all of them in backup. my mom's attic. Go yeah, check. You, uh, we're going to come over and verify that you have Man. all those games. <laughs> yeah. I, sure. I just I bought wish, my virtual console. <laughs> I wish that, it, like, oh. I, it's funny. I don't want the device at all, but if they said there's the $80 version and then there's the $100 golden ticket version. What's that mean? The golden ticket means it unlocks them all on your Switch. Oh. Sure. Then I would try and get one. That's what I would try and it would, do. It would undercut yeah. their own business, and I understand yeah. why yeah, they wouldn't I get do it. it but I get it, it. it does feel like every time Nintendo comes out with a new console, they had some weird kind of amnesia. Circa Drew Barrymore and a hit rom-com with uh, Adam Sandler. Yep. 50 First 30 Days, days of Night. Yep. Oh. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. It's Josh Hartnett. You I know. Yeah, it's like nice. Shigeru forgot, and Reggie's like, oh, I can't scare well, him, so well, I have to make it, I have to recreate this with yeah. every console. So, it, so like, Shigeru is well, fine. It, it's like they discovered the plan. <laughs> I don't know. Or it's like a memento sort of situation. Like the amnesia keeps kicking. They're like, we have a console. What do we put on it? I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, um, if only we had games. And there's just a pile of games in the back. Yeah. That, or yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like it's just it kind of blows my mind that they're like, okay, we're gonna release a new console. It's got a touchscreen on it. It's basically an Nvidia Shield tablet with controllers on it. It's got a pretty big hard drive on it. It could fit Zelda. It's like, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> oh, Are you serious? You couldn't just like launch the thing and go. It comes with a Mario. It, uh, it, it feel, it's a reboot. Mm. It's all new. It comes with the original Mario. It's oh, free. That's how much we love you. They couldn't do that. No, they, they could. didn't have to. They, they didn't have money. to. Yeah, that's, I, that's I know. Weird. I'm just. Yeah, yeah I, know. I know. I get what you're saying. I'm like, I'm just saying they could. It, the technology has existed for 20 years. They're a lovable business, yeah. but they're still a business. Yeah, and they're milking oh. you personally, Adam, yeah. for all your worth. I, that's what they're the doing. Like, they, I, I bought one classic game once when I had a, a, a 2DS or 3DS or whatever yeah. it was. What was the first one that came out? 3DS. Wait, DS. 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 But it didn't have. Yeah. Wait, it had Game Boy on it. That's right. I, maybe, maybe it was a 3DS. I think I bought one of those, and they're like, like, oh, 
congratulations, you've got some uh, Nintendo coins. What would you like to buy? I was like, I guess I'll buy Excite by like downloading coins. I'm like, this is so fucking stupid. <laughs> and then the thing crashed and I had to reboot or whatever. And it's like, where's my Excite bike? And they're like, you're, it's gone. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's weird that they uh, say that. Like, Bowser must have taken well, it. Well, it's, it's the same shit <laughs> when I went to Nintendo. Disney World and the Yeti ride didn't work. And oh, I was like, yeah. I'm like, where's the Yeti? And he goes, the Yeti's on vacation. I'm a goddamn adult. Talk to me like an adult. <laughs> is there an adult mode for Nintendo? Give me that. Uh, God, it's in adult That's mode a now. Really good question. Yeah, I'm trying to. Think. I mean, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I think They're they like, did. Yeah, you want a game here? It's seven. It's it's yeah. It's ten dollars. Seven ninety nine. Yeah. And you're like, can I put seven ninety nine down there? Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you be able to? <laughs> because before you used to make me change it to gold. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember doing that? Yeah, Mario bucks. Nintendo like fun dollars. Like we're not a theme park. Mm -hmm. Stop was, it. I get why they do it. Sure. But in my perfect my perfect dream world. I, I wish I just wish that I could just have them on my switch. Yeah, the switch is so nice. Ugh. I think it'll get there Nightmare eventually. But yeah. it, it'll get there eventually. But after they sell yeah. out, <clears throat> NES why wouldn't they take NES their? Stuff. Yeah, why wouldn't they take their? It, that's one thing I kind of learned. Uh, most most publishers are kind of in this mode where games they sell them at sixty, and then they sell them at forty, and then their Steam sale, and then their humble bundle. Like they swipe their way down the retail chart, and they take as much as they can at every possible price point. So when Nintendo has the licenses to distribute 20 Super Nintendo games, why wouldn't they, like, I'm sure they already have deals with parts manufacturers and stuff. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, we got all these NAND chips left over. What are we going to do with those? I don't know. <laughs> cram them in a stupid small box. People pay 80 bucks went for that. to the swap man. You got all these NAND chips. Mm -hmm. I, I know it's not that simple, but it just seems like a remarkable way to squeeze money out of very little. Well, that, that, and it's all off the back of maintaining brand integrity, which you can maintain by not giving your games away for yeah, free. Yeah, they're, they're milking you. That's what they're doing. Like yeah. they know that you loved it when you were ten, and now that you're thirty-five and you still love Nintendo because they made great games. Sure. So they're gonna milk that. I mean, it's I, that's just it's part of a business. I, I refuse to buy a game that came out twenty to thirty years ago for more than a dollar. <laughs> May, you I, know, mean, I, I like where here. you've drawn that line. I appreciate. Are we supposed yeah. to clap? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying for me personally. So they can try to milk me all they want, but if there if it comes down to <laughs> we use a different term. No, that's the term that normal people. If they, they want to grab me by the legs Boy, and this... squeeze all the milk out, <laughs> no. really is going back to third grade. I was gonna say let's pick, let's pick it back here. It's third grade. Nintendo's well, the reason Nintendo can milk you like that is they were there when you were getting your first stirring. Oh, yeah. My first milking. Yeah, they were, they were there. They yeah. put the milk inside. It was your hand on your thigh. All I along. had so few Nintendo games. I, remember, I think one of the few times. I think my mom, bless her, uh, <laughs> after the dentist, after they ripped half my teeth out or whatever. She, I was like completely out of it. She goes, I'll be right back. She ran into a Kmart and came back with like an $80 copy of Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh. It was one of the happiest days of my life. That's a good mom. Uh, <laughs> even through the divorce and everything. It was great. That's a good mom. Yeah. I got the, actually all the kids who lived in the halfway house with us, I think, played it the most. Jerks. Either way, I was pretty happy with that game. And this is like $80. Yeah. That game costs 80 bucks. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I remember this game. Yep. Yep. Well, you can pay uh, $2017 for something even more important to life than Mario 3. Tell me more. Delicious and fresh food from Blue Apron. Blue Apron is sponsoring this podcast, and they have sponsored this podcast a lot. <laughs> and I feel like I've basically listed every possible benefit of Blue Apron to you guys at this point. So I'm going to mix it up a little bit and relate to you the successes and failures of me, an aspiring chef. <laughs> uh, as I, as I, chef. Are you getting better? Yes, actually, I am, okay. Adam. I'm glad you asked. No, I feel, I feel like I'm getting better, too, the more I cook. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So there, there's been, like, the easier steps are, like, just basic knife skills, learning um, 
like what order to do things in, how to prep things, how best to make use of like downtime. So if you're waiting on something to finish cooking, you can do something else. Even like the, the instructions that it comes with are pretty good about giving you everything linearly. But it does that in, the, in kind of the safest way. I'm getting to where I can like read ahead and start to rearrange some things to get stuff out faster. So that's, but that's not the grand success I wanted to share today. The grand success I came to share is that I made a sauce that was awesome. Like a pan dripping sauce. I had to pour some shit and scrape up the frond and fond and then I get some salt and pepper in there. But the problem oh, I always have pepper. with sauces is, so when a sauce is cooking, it's like all boiling and simmering and stuff. It's really hard to tell what the textures of that's going to be like. So it's, it's easier to either over or undercook it because it boils off water and makes it too thick or not thick enough or too watery. Mm. I, I got the sense, man. I put the spoon down, I dragged it, I saw how quickly the, the liquid rolled back in, and I told myself, that's a good amount of sauce, you know. <laughs> Turned <laughs> off that burner, I was totally right. It was the perfect amount of thickness, it gave the right amount of flavor, mm. good stuff. Now, my failure, the thing that I still am struggling with, I can't flip a piece of cod to save my goddamn life. Because <laughs> it sticks uh, to the pan, motherfucker. We've got a great fish flip, it's like a metal fish flip. You have one of those? Do you have a fish flip? I have a spatula. It's, it's, no, they're, no, it's longer flip. than a spatula. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's metal. It's all metal. And you also it might just a little, need a new pan. It has pan. a little thing like this at the end. I like stainless steel. Yeah. Well, here's the trick, too. When you put your fish in, or I do this with almost anything, when you put your fish in, let it simmer, yeah. then go back to it, and then do that. But it's already stuck at that point, kind of. I'll well, try. Well, then you have that. a bad pan. Yeah. Your pan shouldn't get it, like, it shouldn't burn that get quickly. Get a new pan, Lawrence. Well, it's it's you, oil and steel. Yeah, if you're getting great meals from Blue Apron, you want to make them in a yeah. you know, crummy old pan. Yeah. I don't like nonstick. <laughs> Stephanie has a nonstick that's pan. That's my nickname for you. <laughs> you got to hand wash it, and that's bullshit. No, sir. I eat manly food made by me, and I pummel it to death while I, while I make it. <laughs> by the time it comes out, it's got abs. <laughs> His hands are on fire. <laughs> You still need to cook for Bruce. So that'll do yeah, it. Yeah, one of these days. I'll do it for over. this week in successes and failures. Without my napkin. If you want to start your cooking journey, uh, you can get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash soup. Uh, it's spelled just like it sounds, blueapron.com slash soup. For three free meals with free shipping. Thank you, Blue Apron. We'll check back in the next time they sponsor us. I just yeah. realized the genius of that URL. Soup, soup, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue Apron. I, I never. Wow. I, I think mm-hmm. they got giddy when they I, made yeah, it. I've never gotten soup yet. They I haven't gotten me a soup yet. Soups are hard. That no soup. soup would be kind of hard to ship. I think. You know, Lauren, yeah. something you touched on yeah. earlier. For me, Blue Apron, and that's not part of the ad read, but like I don't generally cook. James cooks for us like most of the time, and uh, just like I, I've never been one to like cross pans. Okay. Like I don't really like I won't make something in a pan and then take it out and then put something else in that same pan. But now it's kind of like I'm I feel freer with this because it says like yes Tells you use that it. same pan. Yeah, you gotta use fond. those meaty bits. Get that fond in there. Well, yeah, don't waste that flavor. Jess and I have, were cooking together for years, and yeah, once again, not part of the ad read, but because yeah, we've all been doing the blue apron thing a lot lately, and uh, <laughs> Bruce, except for Bruce. <laughs> but we're gonna cook Bruce a delicious. We're gonna, yeah, I'm looking gonna, forward to it. We'll make a video out of us making Bruce <laughs> a meal. I, I played the shit out of this game. Yeah. Rock, Rock and roll racing. racing. Man, um, I played it so much. But the way Jess and I would do it would be like we'd get everything ready and then like cook everything at once and then yeah. like go 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 and then like it's all ready to go yeah. we got into this new mindset of like okay you place. cook different things at different times and like we did this steak thing and that was really interesting where it's like cook this steak cook this steak and then just like just kind of leave it out yeah and then you'll throw it in the oven later and i was sort of like but it's gonna go bad and it's like they're like it's cool it's cool yeah. it's gonna be fine so <laughs> I, I feel like i've been learning to cook i was like, I was like somebody's gonna break into the apartment and take it yeah. <laughs> like, my steak bird's gonna fly through oh man that's the thing like beginning Certainly, I did when I was beginning, just overcooking every meat and under seasoning. Yeah. You don't really, like I didn't want anyone to get sick, but after a while, you learn to have a little faith in food and. 
the amount of prep that's needed to make it clean and things like that. Yeah. Oh, we did the one recently where it's like we did like a cannoli thing and then it was like bake it for eight to ten minutes. And then like I put it in for eight and I'm like, looks like it little, needs a little bit more. But it's sort of like having um, an instigator or someone like a parent being like, no, it's OK. It's okay. Mm-hmm. The paper says ten minutes. Yeah. Take it out. And I'm like, OK. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's perfect. <laughs> Everything worked out. Turns out the instructions were correct. Yeah. That's I've, how the people have been doing it for fucking a millennia. I think it's like just made your cooking better because you're a pretty good cook before. Yeah, but I was a boring cook. Yeah. I, was, I felt like I could cook well, but boring. I never took any chances. So when do we cook That's for Bruce? I feel. That's when's all Valentine's man. Day? That <laughs> when's Arbor Day? Own, but host your own cooking show in your head while you're doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you're speaking to the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking to the audience, yeah, like, get up. Matt, Bruce, make you summer squash. Well, Wash my hands. <laughs> we should all cook Bruce different meals. Yeah. Just I'll be the judge. Yeah. Your kitchen uh, will finally get some use. No, uh, are you kidding? Matt Peak is constantly in that thing. Oh, uh, is he? Always. Well, Matt he's Peake's always there, in the kitchen. He loves that kitchen. <laughs> His bed's in there. Uh, my kitchen's pretty small, too, so I, I feel bad for him, but he, he, he knocks it out of the park every time, man. Yeah, he, makes right. the magic. he knocks it out of the park. I, I mean, like, I'll, I walk home mm. and I just get hit with some Fragrant. odor of. Typically, he makes this garlic chicken that's. It smells unbelievable. I haven't had it yet. It smells unbelievable, and I've been meaning to eat it because it's just he, he gave ridiculously a, good. He gave a food recipe a while ago, remember? It was, it was the garlic chicken. It was the garlic chicken yeah. one. He, he was like, I have one recipe. I know how to make it. Oh, that's but, right. Yeah. But he got one of the measurements wrong. <laughs> Wasn't it on a comment show when he brought on his recipe? Did he got it wrong? Peaks Perk Chicken or something? Yeah, he, there was like a tablespoon that became a teaspoon or vice versa. Ooh, Ooh. Well, you know. I don't recall it being <laughs> that bad. right all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Can't all he knows. Runs. He feels it out. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, I he think doesn't go step by step. He feels it out. I've <laughs> <laughs> got some other, other headlines here. You can sure. take them or leave them as you will. Give it to me. Uh, China's clamping down on live streaming services. Uh, if, if, you, if you visit some Red Pill subreddits, this is actual censorship. Don't. So yeah, also don't maybe don't do that. <laughs> but if you're mad about if you're mad about uh, people having ads withdrawn for saying that they should shoot the government, mm. this is actual censorship. Uh, so this is via Reuters uh, quote: China's told three major web portals to shut down their video and audio streaming services, saying they carry politically related material that breaks site state rules and social commentary, which incites negative opinions. Goes on to say China's Twitter-like service uh, Sina Weibo, Weibo, Weibo. Popular on, online video site ACFUN, AC Fun, I don't know, and news portal uh, Elfang.com uh, will have to stop video streaming services that violate co- the country's regulators, the TV and film watchdog said on Thursday. Hmm. So that's a thing. Um, I, I consider that important because China is growing more influential just because they have a larger consuming base, population base. So uh, they're getting pretty important in video games, they're getting pretty important in film. Um, oh yeah, Sparkster. That's Bruce's I favorite. Me- I actually remember this game. Now. It's weird looking at games that we looked at pornography. Well, yeah, it's because we've watched him <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I know what his dick looks like. That's weird. China though. Yeah, China. Oh yeah, China. I mean, we'll all be speaking Mandarin in twenty-five years. So you I know, mean, no, we'll be dead. Kids. But what? We'll be dead. But the people that survive. Twenty-five will be speaking years. Think we'll be dead. Yeah, because the yeah. Chinese came in and killed us. Yeah, he's saying that no. they invaded. I would put my arms up and go, "Take me." <laughs> I, uh, you know, this is. Oh, Star Fox. That's just the, the first game that started it all. Looks like shit. Uh, uh, yeah, it no, really it runs does. like eight frames a second. You want a sequel of this? <laughs> I guess no. A better one already exists on N sixty four. If you're, uh, yeah, if you if you're super into uh, tech and movies and entertainment, um, I I it's my personal take that a lot of like the global product is becoming more and more enviable. The Transformers, and those have to play by China's rules, and China's rules aren't very great. Well, I was gonna say China's rules, are, like you said, are direct censorship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, like they, 
I don't. It's really interesting. Hong Kong's. I think it's Hong Kong is one of the, well, the either the largest city in the world or one of the largest cities in the world. It's very close, and it's generally a capitalist city, from what I've heard. I haven't been there, mm. um, and it's, so it's very interesting to have this bastion of capitalism. Yeah, in the middle of this communist country, which I, you know, well, I've heard it's sort of a loose communist. It's because it's because it was it's a mixed British, market economy, right? It was British owned, <laughs> it's a British until colony, whatever, yeah. like ninety nine. Um, and uh, a lot of people say that that's kind of one of the reasons why China hasn't fully collapsed. And this isn't to say that you know whatever capitalism is better, or whatever. Just that they're saying that communist China hasn't fully collapsed because they have those sorts of places that people can go and actually operate in a, under in a, in a free market. Um, and uh, just the the dichotomy, the paradox of that is very interesting to me. And I need to read up a lot more on it because I'm sure I'm talking very un- uneducated. But no. I mean, something's going to give. Uh, it's funny because yeah. I was talking about this with Jess last night. We were watching one of those, um, I can't pronounce the name to save my life, the Kruzegrat videos or whatever. It was like su- super infotainment oh, uh, you, things. Yeah, you, you, but they, they were talking about um, how uh, they did a video about two weeks ago uh, about automation and how it's sort of like taking over. And like um, it used to be like automation led to better jobs. Um, so then better quality of life, but automation with machine learning is not giving the amount of jobs that it used to, the way it used to work. So, and we can't really do, the physical labor is being completely taken out of the equation by robots. And pretty soon middle management will be gone, replaced by robots, all that fun stuff. So they're like, <laughs> like what's the next step? It could go one of two ways, right? It's like either there's no jobs, but there's too much to consume because mm. robots are building it. Or it becomes, um, I forget the name that they called it, but it's basically new communi- communism. It's a, like it's a universal income. Something like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, because it's like you can't really actually use the word com- communism today because it doesn't really work. It couldn't work in today's society, right? Like Lenin communism, right? Maybe. I don't know. I, don't, I, I like think, but the idea of like, hand? I, I feel like at some point, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not an expert in any way, shape or form on this, but like just from my small perspective, it feels like something's got to give at some point, right? When one guy is making a hundred billion dollars a year, oh. and then someone else is making forty thousand dollars a year, it's like maybe there's somewhere we can meet in the middle, <laughs> well, just somewhere. Yeah, I, don't I guess know. The, the argument there is taxes, like you know, taxing sure. on yeah. different different scales. Um, right. McDonald's, to your point about automation eliminating jobs, I, I saw recently McDonald's is eliminating. What was it? Do you know, Bruce? It was like twenty five hundred jobs. It, it or was. Something? It was something. It was yeah. It was like two thousand or twenty five. Yeah. It, was, it was very close because they had their new like touch screen automated. Oh yeah. Ordering centers and stuff. Yeah, and I got you all excited because less people you have to deal with. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. If I can get delicious food without having to speak to someone, that's <laughs> like my paradise. <laughs> but uh, it's like, but how's your day going? Here is your McFlurry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> when you do think of like what the kind of like the blue collar. No, it's bad phrasing, but like what a like a you know an a, a easier access job for maybe somebody that like isn't qualified for something something more uh, like or that that's that's accessible. Um, there is like that type of job, and that's being eliminated more mm-hmm. and more. Well, I was say, yeah. a lot of people say that's bad because they're entry level jobs. Typically, yeah. that's how you gain experience in the workforce. Yeah. And if we take those away, how are people going to? get that experience yeah um which is a valid like question i i, I don't know I, they'll have to be other other entry-level jobs mm. that uh that we know of but i mean like right now fast food is one of them that's yeah. like a kind of a you know the world round everybody mm-hmm. knows that that's that is a sort of like the, one of your first jobs that you do type yeah of well everyone's gonna work in an amazon factory <laughs> <laughs> eventually i mean piloting drones. even those yeah. are robots now right yeah yeah, yeah. cool Jeez. Yeah. i mean you you have the it's uh 
you should, I'll, we should post a link to the video, but it's really interesting how they talk about how um, with the Industrial Revolution, it became like manual labor. And then when the Industrial Revolution ended, it became like uh, a service industry. Mm-hmm. And now it's all about, and that's like what we're in right What's now, where it's all about, industry. I mean, there, there's a whole industry of people who will go buy your groceries for you and bring them to you. Like that's, that yeah. is a thing. Uh, Uber, all these other things, which are also going to be taken away by automation eventually as well. It's it's a weird sort of world. Well, um, I th- yeah. Lawrence just kind of said it under his breath, but I like it's an inf- information industry. Yes. What will be valuable will be what's going on in your brain. That's what you're going to, those yeah. are going to be, it's, well, that's it's valuable a, now. This is, this is, no, but I'm saying this is the future. The future is going to be you, you instead of working a lame job at some place that, you know, you get paid minimum wage at that you don't mm-hmm. like, um, you'll you'll just strap yourself into a robot which will cycle your brain and you'll basically be doing those Google reward surveys oh, yeah. with your yeah. brain or it'll be doing it for you. So it's basically using your brain as like a transcoding information machine and sure. everyone will be everyone that doesn't do that will be like, oh, I don't want to do those jobs. Mm-hmm. But those are the only jobs that people yeah. can do to try and start working. Well, it's like like, you know, it, it, when automation replaces a human being doing that job, then it's like, okay, well, then the human beings can service the automation where they're repa- repairing mm-hmm. the automation. But then at what point then do you create a robot that can fix the other robots? Cool. Yeah, well, it's yeah. like, oh, well, well then it, you're, you're fucked. It might be a sort of thing where like beta testers and stuff like that, it becomes just like a job you can sign up for. Mm-hmm. Where like, so like, I mean, you can kind of do it now, but like with EA, you're like, I'll be a game tester, but from home. And they go, okay, cool. Log your hours and put in your notes and, and then like Facebook ads I see I can be a professional video game player $60,000 a year $60,000 it, it won't be anywhere near that it's but also it, not a home it's a pod right because we're living <laughs> <Yeah>. in pods <laughs> but I mean but same sort of thing where it's like test our app and, and then so like pod. rather than hiring a QA department people are just using the free market mm-hmm. to pay and that's test what, that's what early access is <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. except yeah. right now the joke is we're paying we're paying yeah. you're paying yeah. to test their game uh, for like um, what is it Player unknowns battlegrounds. Four million people later, bought, made, bought a demo. They made so a hundred million. Think? They made a hundred million dollars. They make a hundred million dollars and they go. So what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> well, so we, think we got we a game do. or what? <laughs> should we add a climbing animation? Okay, we'll do that. <laughs> well, luckily, uh, since we're all gonna have to be YouTubers in the near future, um, it's gonna be a better platform for all of us. Uh, this is another another story. It came about a week ago, but on the Google blog, they posted. This is from Google Europe, but. They posted four steps we're taking today to fight terrorism online. Now that was interesting because this is basically a response. It's part of a response to the adpocalypse. Oh, yeah. Uh, ads running next to unsavory content. And they posted a, or Google Europe at least, posted a four-step plan to actively fight messages of extremism. Then, you know, the implications of which are pretty direct. They don't want to provide a fertile ground for ISIS or other extremist groups to recruit. But also, mm-hmm. um, they don't want Censorship. advertising to run against that stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, first, first point is we will now devote more engineering resources to apply our most advanced machine learning research to train new quote content classifiers to help us more quickly identify and remove extremist and terrorism related content. So essentially they're going to get new and better robots to do the the sorting for them. Mm -hmm. Second part, YouTube's trusted flagger program. I'm going to have to be very careful saying that Mm -hmm. word. Uh, we will expand this program by adding 50 expert NGOs, uh, to the 63 organizations who are already a part of the program and we will support with operational grants. So essentially, they're going to pay money to groups who will. Uh, their trusted flagger program is like if you if you flag videos and then they go in and research them and find out, okay, yes, this violated YouTube policy. I think if you if your accuracy with that is like ninety percent, 
then they'll put you in the trusted flagger program, and then your flags are worth more than just anyone else's because you have a legacy of doing it correctly. Oh, that's so, like what Dig used to be. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah well, that was the, uh, the whole Mr. Baby Man controversy. So Mr. Baby Man was like a power user. He was someone who used Dig early on, and pretty much he started getting paid by companies and stuff of like, hey, post our article or post a link to our thing, and he would do it and immediately get upvoted and... Huh. He was controlling the front page, more or less. It's because and people trusted him. It's much like YouTube influencers, where before, hashtag ad, huh. when they were getting paid to do those things and not telling people that they did them. Okay. Um, they're just sort of like, oh, man, this game is awesome. But then they actually got paid to do it. Interesting. So. Okay. Uh, third, uh, they'll be taking a tougher stance on videos that do not clearly violate their policies. So this is where it gets kind of funky. For example, videos that contain inflammatory religious or supremacist, supremacist content. In the future, these will appear behind an interstitial warning and they will not be monetized, recommended, or eligible for comments or user endorsements. That means these videos will have less engagement and be harder to find. We think this strikes the right balance between free expression and access to information without promoting extremely offensive viewpoints. So, that's what I consider the most like interesting gray area, where YouTube will still host your bullshit, they just won't give you any of the tools to mm. spread it or like enter in the human human zeitgeist. I it was I randomly was watching a Futurama episode yesterday. It was the Freedom Day one. Mm. It was really I it was a lot funnier than I remember. But it's President Nixon and like it's like I love Freedom Day. You're free to do whatever you want. You're free to not pay your taxes, and then you're free to pay uh, spend a weekend with the pain monster. It's <laughs> like See, April fifteenth. <laughs> I love the idea that it's, it, there's this like false sense of freedom. Yeah. Where it's like yeah, you're free to do whatever you want and. Like, but you're not going to get what you want out of it. All the consequences, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of okay with them. I, I'm kind of okay with them basically saying you shouldn't be able to earn money doing this sort of thing. You can do it. Free speech is there, and we say, will I'm support not, I'm it. I'm not kind of okay. I am okay with it. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And then finally, uh, they're going to work with Jigsaw, which is a, a group, I think, within the guy Google. guy from Saw? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. To implement the, quote, redirect method more broadly across Europe. And I'm only including this because it's not going to have interesting. Uh, they say this promising approach harnesses the power of targeted online advertising to reach potential ISIS recruits and redirects them towards anti-terrorist videos that can change their minds about joining. Wow. So, yeah, it's weird, right? It's like, well, wait, isn't that manipulation? But it's also manipulation to make videos that say, you know, the West is a great enemy and we have to, that's whatever. Also, that's their platform. I know, I know. Platform. They can and, do whatever they want. Jeez, when you have to play mind games with a human race to stop them from killing each other for a little bit. When it gets a little Wouldn't weird. That'd be nice. It's pretty cool though that YouTube. I mean, fuck, man. It's pretty cool that YouTube even allows that stuff, like to be on their platform, mm -hmm. uh, considering that it's a, you know, it's a business. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I I commend YouTube for even saying like, you know what, free speech is still here. Like yeah. we're still we're mm -hmm. still doing this. Uh, we're just not going to monetize it. Yeah, yeah. I really I really do. I think that's a that's a, a huge leap for them. And I appreciate because I'm I'm expecting some sort of controversy coming out or like it's going to be some alt right video that YouTube doesn't monetize or recommend, mm -hmm. and then everyone's going to be like, I can't believe they recommend this alt right video. They didn't say anything about Nazis, and you know I'm sure we'll yeah, see it. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. Well, the interesting too thing too is that like people forget because it's just been so ever present. But YouTube costs money to operate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Your 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 video, no about? matter how dumb or rinky dink your student <laughs> film that you upload or whatever, mm -hmm. like it, if it's unmonetized, that means they're not making any money on it, mm -hmm. but they're paying for it. So to like, it, yeah. like that's that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. That that a company is like, I mean, and don't get me wrong, YouTube makes a shit ton of money, I'm sure. sure. But like yeah. they're they're saying, sure, 
we'll carry the cost of that. Yeah. You know, Crazy. but well, and as we know it's not going to make a dime. But remember, when you turn the air conditioner on as a kid. Oh, and yeah. you're like, God, it's hot. And your parents are yelling at you. And you're like, why? It's free. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what? No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, I remember yeah. I got yelled at for using too much dish soap one time. Excellent. <laughs> and it was like, he's like, that bottle costs $3.50. Are you going to pay for that? I was like, no, someone else does. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and we get spoiled like that. We become children again. Absolutely. When yep. Big Papa YouTube will just pay for everything. And we go, yeah, it's always been taken care of. Imagine if they, man, God forbid, they, I mean, they actually already kind of do this, but if you, they were more transparent about it, that they would take a chunk, they would take operational costs out of your paycheck if you were making YouTube money. Um, and they were if like, they included it as a line item. Yeah, they were like, oh, you uploaded six videos this week. Uh, it cost this much. This was the, your yeah. server fee. You did it at 4K instead of 1080. That cost us well, this much bandwidth. Then YouTube would not really exist in its yeah. native form because the whole form is anybody can put anything on YouTube. So if yeah. you're not making any money yep. and then and YouTube requires you to pay, you're probably not going to use the service. It would, then it just becomes. I wonder if it would behoove them to go, look how much you saved. Like they give you a statement at the end of every month of like, yeah. this is how much our server costs to put up your dumbass video program. with you and your cats singing the lady singing yeah. Lady Gaga that you're mad that you can't monetize, uh, but we still let you do it somehow anyway. I, I wonder if YouTube will ultimately have like tiered levels for creators where it's like, if you you know want to pay into YouTube, we'll give you this much more hmm. support huh. wow. or it's YouTube Red. But like, yeah, I guess for creators, that's almost like, that's a, right. no, that's like from, Facebook. Yeah, from a creator yeah. perspective, not like a, not a like user like perspective. Huh. But Vimeo. it's like yeah. yeah, if we're like, well, you know, if you if you pay this tier per month, then we will also like do this for you, and or or we'll let you upload at 4K, which we don't let our other creators hmm. do. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I, I can see them putting 4K behind I would be, a paywall. I would be super worried if they started doing the Facebook thing, which is like. Pay to get promotion. Yeah. yeah. Then I'd be like, oh yeah. no, like well, that's they not. already kind of do that. You can do true view, but that's not it's it's more like you're buying an ad. You're, yeah. And it's subject to the same sort of yeah. it's it's framed as an ad because it is an ad. Mm-hmm. Whereas Facebook will just drop you into people's feeds uh if you pay them money. So it'd be like paying for front page placement on YouTube. Yeah. Which I guess doesn't happen. I'm not thinking from a promotion least, standpoint. Insist it doesn't but happen. from like whatever like Support technical support you get, whatever. Right, that's, like, that'd be fine with like paying for like 4K, like you said. That yeah, would, that's um, totally fine. I think they just want to do everything they can to get as many people uploading to that site as possible. Absolutely, and that's why it's worth. The future's so bright, you gotta wear shades. Nice. Wow. Wait, is your future bright or whose future's yes, yeah. bright? I got on. I, I got in this YouTube. I'm business. trying to figure that out. I got in this YouTube business before all of the jobs went away. Uh, incidentally, <laughs> this is the wrong thing to tell wearing red shades, but. I once walked into a jack-in-the-box like three years ago, and the person behind the counter said, hold on, have you tried our new kiosk? And I thought that was just the most tragic thing in the world, that they had her advertising her own, the Tell end it. of her own job. Yeah, her own device. <laughs> but I got two free tacos for using that kiosk, so what you gonna do? Nice job. This podcast is sponsored by Movement, who you may be familiar with their watches, but now they make sterling and styling glasses. I like the reflection, that's pretty good. Look how cool he looks. Man, get ready for summer. Too mm. cool. Soaking up those rays. Summer's here, baby. Not getting in these eyeballs. And the- that there we go uh these uh these glasses by movement are meant to meant to uh run against more popular designer shades which can start at 200 dollars, but these start at just 70 dollars. and uh as somebody who owns a lot of shitty plastic sunglasses i can tell you that the difference in quality is immediate and noticeable they got a nice sheen to them they got a good weight the last the glass the lenses themselves are very clear they're not all cloudy like typical plastic ones uh, they, it's here. They figured out that by cutting out the middleman in the sales process, they can save you the money. That's why they just sell through the internet. And they're not carried in stores or anything, uh, <laughs> because they want, they're doing their part to kill more jobs, I guess. <laughs> Boy, I shouldn't have said that. 
Um, but uh, from our perspectives, it's wonderful because we don't have to go into a store and talk to a human. You can just buy glasses online and they come right to you. And look great doing it. Yeah, and look great. Oh, Man, you look pretty cool. That's look, look as cool as Lawrence. You look summer like Tom of YouTube. Uh, so you can get 15% off your entire order today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash dude soup. Uh, one particular note about the spelling, it's uh, movement, but all fancy and futuristic. So it's mvmt.com slash dude soup. And then that's just spelled out like you'd expect. Once more, that's mvmt.com slash dude soup for 15% off your order. Get your get your rad shades ready for summer. Thank you, movement. Lawrence, you think uh, maybe hook me up with the movement contact there. Maybe I get some of those shades over there. Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah, I can ask. I, really, I, I, I only send us I one. I never see you with sunglasses. Pay I, it. I never wear them. Pay for it. All right, you buy your goddamn. It's a good deal. All right, no. Poor Bruce. Use, All right. use the discount code. I will. No, I'll use the discount code. There you go. But it's I like deal. those sunglasses. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually I like them too. I'm not usually a sunglass guy, but this this is making me around a corner on them. All right. Finally, we got a net hard. Real quick, we got three minutes, so we got to go quick. Oh, really? It's already over. Uh, yeah. Got got too much into discussion. So, uh, Game Girl Power is the resident champion. Yep. God bless those strong women. Uh, this is it's another deviant art, and it's um. This was recommended by a, a listener, or viewer. I apologize, I didn't take down your name, but I did take down this website. Uh, Zenard Random, Shadow of the Heart's Desire, mm -hmm. has a hypno, is I guess the uh, the subgenre that this falls into. But this is a this is a curious case of hypno. Mm. Oh, um, what's her name from the Enchantress. Valerian? Yeah, yeah. He uh, so he does a lot of photoshops. Where, Where's the Photoshop, though? Yeah, it, it's a little hard to tell, but women get, like, microchips slapped on their foreheads. Only women? Mo yeah, as far as I can tell, <laughs> exclusively women. The enslaved um, bisexual model and actress dumbly said, Dude, I am your slave. <laughs> yeah. That's good so, writing. Yeah. Uh, the ladies get uh, get microchips slapped on their foreheads. Look at them all. Their eyes, a line from Snow Crash. Their eyes then turn blue, and then they become uh, entranced. Oh, my gosh. Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato? I had wow. completely brainwashed the sexy pop stars. Oh, I wish I'd been there. Job. Mind control yeah. chips. I was say, he's lucky that he just saw them at the same place at the same time. They are. <laughs> to ensure neither one ever break free of my control, I also lowered their IQs to less than zero. Less than zero. My stupid slave, Selena Demi, droned weakly in unison. Yes, master, I am your slave. I must obey. Uh oh. No, but that gets weird. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you want me to suck on your popsicle? Popsicle's creamy. Yeah. It shouldn't be. Oh, boy. That's starting to get right. Okay. Centered random. That was too fast. Okay. Well, so he mind controlled them, reduced their IQs to negative, and then made them perform fellatio on him. Mm -hmm. Cool. But they wanted to because they were, oh, yeah, the there's Hypnomaster RX on the first comment there. Prescription. Uh, so, yeah, there's, there's, I guess what kills me is the, the wide range of, this one is a... Well, Natalie Dormer got head crabbed. Yeah, Star of the Conqueror. As mm -hmm. you can see, I have enslaved and taken complete control of the mind and sexy body of Natalie Dormer. Why you must surrender body? yourself to Starro, for no matter how hard, how hard you resist, you may resist. In the end, you'll end up like my poor slave Starro. Natalie here. All hail Starro. So this guy gets off on so there's mind control. I like it. I uh, also like Natalie well, Dormer. I, so. I immediately side with this guy. This is, this is very hard netting. I've never seen Whoa. this before, ever. Slow down, J-Law. Man. My sex slave bot Jennifer Lawrence exclaimed proudly as she kneeled in front of me, licking her lips hungrily, her eyes wide and glowing brightly. Yes, my master, I must find and brainwash lots of sexy female celebrities like me. 
and bring them to you. But first, I must suck on your big, hard, meaty sausage. Do you think she goes sausage? Yeah, her like quote sausage. When she, when she says that. Your loyal slave bot, Jennifer Lawrence, must obey. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. I like that he has different mind control chips. <laughs> But well, he has to design them all. <laughs> yeah. But they all like... All hail Star Oaks. <laughs> Whoa, what's this creepy MMO on the top right? Oh, yeah. It's just an ad. But it's oh, like a the hand. Yeah. Like, Hypnotize <laughs> uh, anime girls and make them your stupid yeah, slaves. Google ads work. Oh, he's going on break. Yeah, he's, Full he's month? on a break no. now. And again, let me remind you guys, this is we're here to celebrate. Not, oh, the uh, Pink Ranger. Yeah. Not, uh, not, she not Kimberly. She doesn't have a hypno chip on her forehead. Yeah, yeah where that's, is it? He, look how lazy he was yeah, for this one. That's super lazy. Wait, I, I guess he used like a, a little pendulum Oh, thing? he used a pendulum, I see. Okay. Uh, is that Carrie Sher? Oh no, it's, those are both Kimberly. Is she uh, a US gymnast? See here. here we go, here we go. I quickly nailed her directly in the eyes with my mind-controlling hypnosis gauge. Gaze. Sorry, it's in a different font. A little hard to read there. <laughs> she completely fell under my obedience spell as her brain was wiped clean of all thoughts except for pleasing me as my slave. She moaned, how may I please you, master? I am your slave. <laughs> Why, they really repeat that line a lot, huh? <laughs> well, they're, they're under, they're hypnotized. They can only say a few things. So oh, wait, can, I like this. Wait, I gleefully whispered to my new slave, Kimberly Hart. You must follow me back to my secret lair. Mm -hmm. The entranced mm -hmm. Power Ranger nodded and was practically sleepwalking as she followed me out of the char charity event. <laughs> I guess it was happening here. at a charity event. All right. Slave Kimberly. Yeah. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, the spellbound pink Mighty Morphin Power Ranger sat and stared blankly at the magical hypno watch that I swung before her wide eyes. I carefully and effectively worked my mental chains deep into her brain. Okay, that's getting weird. <laughs> I thought that was a bell at first. Yeah, um, we're here to celebrate, though. Just remember that. This I, is a celebration. Okay. Oh, no, not Amelia Clark. I hope there's not a boot. It looks like there. he has improved his hypno, because these early ones are just bluing yeah. He's of the eyes. definitely gotten better, yeah. But. Wow. They're both entranced. Both Patty, Patty Jenkins, Jenkins and Gal Gadot. Yeah, wow. I got both of them. That was a fun day on set. <laughs> I had a hypnotist. I liked he's writing it like it's in the past. <laughs> like, I did all this earlier. To make it into a stupid porn film that would also have a ton of subliminal messages that would totally brainwash all the innocent women in the audience into a state of blissful, mindless obedience towards me. Did they would happen? all be my slave. Every last one. Elise is getting, uh -oh, Elise is getting hypnotized. Someone's <laughs> slightly drawing over her eyes, but not staying within the lines. Well, well then. There's the purity. Purity <laughs> wait, of. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to read the. I'm going on break for at least a full month. I think I've earned it with this wave of man nips. Manips. Manipulation. Oh, manipulation. All requests and RP is on hold until I have returned. Everyone, please take wool. How much money have they made? Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. Is know. there a DeviantArt goal? Yeah, the the other one had like a number. Had a he, donation goal. Actually, he might just be doing this for the fun yeah, of it. I think he's doing it, it makes for the it art. better. Good for oh, him. Oh, Anna Kendrick got slaved. All right. Uh oh, get down, Anna. It's like Aubrey Plaza for some reason. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza Star was actually at the top. Oh, she was okay. one of them. I am no longer Princess Leia. I love all hail Starro. Star I actually like Starro a lot more than just the hypnotizer. Hypno eyes. Yeah, he's different options, and I like that. All right. Uh, cool. I guess let's throw it up to a vote here. I guess. I guess we have the, the we have the dual sides of the modern the modern woman, the strong woman, the strong game girl power, and the woman who's not afraid to get a chip slapped on their forehead and become a mind slave of some dude on DeviantArt. Hmm. Well, they don't know it's happening. Um. They love it. <laughs> Their IQ is so negative. So who goes first? <laughs> James, who are you throwing your vote down? I'm always going to vote for something that builds people up and not break them down. And Game Girl Power is motivational. Mm -hmm. It shows uh, what you can become, not something what you should never have to be relegated to. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is and I. So I'm going to go Game Girl Power as my vote for for my hard netting. 
That's that's very inspiring. What about Elise? Oh, I'm absolutely voting for Game Girl Power. Oh, come on. Uh, this is the subjugation of women, uh, whereas Game Girl Power and you know you mean like Gadget. This was the praising of women. Mm -hmm. Even the quicksanding was still just praising women. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I, I yeah, I'm not. I don't want, I really want to give this person any undeserving attention. <laughs> so I'm totally going Game Girl Power. You know, right. Lawrence is the one who made all these. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's Starro. Getting a little yeah. offended right now, but um, I'll keep it together. Yeah, um, I'm sticking to Game Girl Power. Uh, oh. I, think it's, I think it's the most pure. Okay, it's mm -hmm. pure. I love that. The Photoshop's are shitty too. Oh, well, yeah. I think Jesus. I think you. They are really shitty. I think you stumbled upon something really interesting, and I like I I love consistency. Yeah. Um, and I love that he just kind of goes through and finds like weird photos and writes like stories that mm -hmm. go along with it. It requires imagination, but I feel like the Game Girl Power. But every story is the same. Yeah. <laughs> one <laughs> imagination, exactly also, one imagination. Also, the the slight tinge of racism that he throws in there is. Racism? He kept putting on Masta. Oh yeah, really? yeah. I thought that was There's because they were supposed one. to be like masked, uh, like. Yeah, I think they're just too stupid to say the word. Yeah, mm -hmm. Zenarana, Zenarana will get my vote only when oh. Starro inhabits men. I'm gonna bring this over it's, here, and then, then it's truly fair. Equal opportunity hypnotizes men and women. Yep. At that point, then mm -hmm. I'm in. Let's okay. do it. Oh, okay. Let's okay. do it. You should click that Hanzo video. What, what would be the first man? The first Maybe one man. of you guys will end up on there. Oh, oh no! I'll probably end up on there more Maybe. likely. Is there a double jeopardy? Uh, because he clearly hates women. What do you mean? <laughs> if they if they the lose, but then they revise oh, yeah. their vision to include something else. I'd say that's that's allowable. Sure. All right. Okay. Maybe Just we'll curious. check in after a while. Well, Sword? Game Girl Power, you've kept oh. it again, uh, keeping it thing. much like those women keep ton ten tons of weight on their backs. <laughs> Squat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll do it for today's dude soup. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully it was educational, entertaining, or both. If you enjoyed the show, please recommend it to a friend. And if you're watching live, please stay tuned for the post show, which is coming up right now, uh, followed by the RT podcast in about an hour. So Woot. see you guys next week. Thanks again. Stay tuned.